0: I so, you mean, you're gonna loop it. I'm gonna. You want the thing to loop, so the question just it like seems like it's repeating itself. You don't want to like, all right, thank you for you know because people leave <laughs> You, you want to get confused and think that the video keeps going and going, so you want to make it seamless in the you're loop. You're tricking. Where,
1: you're tricking these people, David.
0: Yeah, that's the plan.
1: We're not liars.
0: It's a, it's intentional. Talent. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, and welcome to Arc Attacks of Lore, the one and only weekly podcast where two spicy cousins sit around and discuss the age old art of storytelling. And at the end, we're going to come up with something of our own. But I'm your host, Zach, aka Z Town TV. That's my co host slash co cousin, Devin, aka Devo City. Devin, how are you doing this fine evening? I'm doing
0: great. Well, it's kind of rainy here. And I wanted to go to the golfing range today, but the rain is. Are, has we, are, kept are me we already from from in golfing. golf No, okay. no, no, no. I don't want to rush really. into it away, but it is raining here and the streets are flooded. And for people who are concerned, it is. I'm okay. I'm on the second floor, but it is gross
1: outside. Is this, I, to be honest, I didn't know. Is this another flood in LA that I'm supposed to know about? I don't know. Because we did the whole bit of you being on the second floor two weeks ago. I'm just Is saying, more if the rain gets washed now?
0: away, I'm just letting the people know now, okay? I honestly, we'll deal with it. We'll figure it out. But
1: There's family odds on if, you know, earthquake hits and you just float away. I'm not yeah. saying they're good odds, but we got a pool
0: going. We're not great. Um, I don't like that. That seems really <laughs> weird. Uh, yeah, so... How are you doing this week,
1: Zeki? I'm doing absolutely fantastic. Had a, a good holiday weekend off. It's cold, but I did hit the simulator. Don't worry, we'll get into it and sports talk with Architects Allure. But I saw my niece, Navi, sister-in-law, brother, sport. was worse. Uh, no, maybe, we, uh, maybe I'll play pickleball. You don't know. You, don't know. you saying you haven't, and you haven't. So I haven't. You are correct. You okay, so, so it's mostly golf talk. Yeah. How many days away until the Pompey member guest is the real I don't question. Know. But we'll get into it later. You don't even know the date of it, which is crazy.
0: Letting July the people know. Cat out of the bag. July... You don't even know the date of it.
1: July 13th. Yeah. Not committed, people. Not board committed. Go ahead. You hung out with some fam. Saw some fam. Saw some friends. Played some board games. Got a, got a lot of extrovert time in. So now I'm going to go ahead. And hunker back in for introvert Zach for at least another six weeks. So by the time it's spring, I'm back. I'm back out there, you know. Uh um, nice. well, yeah, it's it was very nice. Got to see a, a bunch of people, and it was fantastic. Uh, Devin, what about yourself? How's your how's your week been?
0: It's been chill, man. I went to well, it's rain. It's been rough. I did see the Bob Marley One Love movie. Not gonna lie little disappointed i think they could have told a much bigger broader story but they really focused on like this one album and these two concerts in his career and as bob marley fan i just wanted to see the whole story thanks for interrupting me with your what 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 is that? No, why didn't you explain to people why you just pointed to Polar Celsius? Not a sponsor, by the way. Tell them why. Why did you interrupt I me? Just wanted,
1: I just wanted to... Pe- okay. First of all, I didn't cool. interrupt you. didn't right. interrupt, no, it interrupt you. didn't interrupt you. didn't interrupt, it you. interrupt it. You. When you. Did try I to get, Did I talk? When you're trying did to get the
0: attention on you, that's interrupting. You're taking that's it away from the audience and they want to look at you. I can't even have a little conversation. Well, come
1: on. Talk about your Polar Celsius. Go ahead. I just wanted people to know. Cranberry lime, great flavor, Polish salsa. That's it. Just added to a know.
0: lot to the story conversation.
1: I'm sorry, did I interrupt you? No, I did not. Yeah, you did. What was I talking no, I about, Zach? I don't pay attention to you even when you do talk. Exactly. So You're talking about one love. And now you're disappointed because they only focus on a very small percentage of his life and you're a big Bob Marley fan. Blah, 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 blah. You know, maybe take, maybe take a little step back and maybe take a little mantra of Bob Marley into yourself. It's all love, baby. All love. All love. Okay, don't get so heated all the time. Just get so heated. And this is going to make what I say later in the show, much more awkward. Yeah, Devin is now <laughs> on a talking strike, folks. So, let me get story time with Zach. So my brother comes over. We're having dinner, nice little family dinner. It's great, and he shows me that you know he's going through a midlife crisis. It's you know it's definitely happening because he's gotten super into Jordans people i don't know why he showed me these three the pairs greatest of shoe ever i don't know <laughs> shut what you're up, talking about shut up. you're on a talking <laughs> strike. No,
0: i didn't declare any talking strike i was just you know i was waiting to interrupt you and that's oh, yeah, great wait. Time. <laughs> yeah i love Jordans. what kind of jordan's get? i don't know you are gonna have to talk to him
1: literally as he was showing me this stuff he he I genuinely, and I think he probably thought I was being sarcastic at this. I'm like, Adam, I'm very happy you found something to be passionate and into. I'm glad you picked up a new hobby. I don't care. Like, you're telling me all about these Jordans (laughs) and how I got to go on this website and how he's on this like Nike app and he gets like pre selected on if he gets to even purchase the shoes at retail price because he's not going on StockX. That's crazy. Those are crazy people going. I out told there. them they, those were crazy phrases. And, and I was like, I don't, I don't want to sound disrespectful again. I'm glad that you found it something. is disrespectful because if you're not interested in
0: it, you don't care. But I'm never well, going to get into it. Yeah, but what if someone's like, oh, let me talk about my cat, and I'm like, hey, listen, I know you're into your cats, but I don't care. But, <laughs> but don't that's, care. That's, that's you say I'm that saying. to me all the
1: time. You say it to me all the
0: time. That's, that's all I'm saying though is you know. Just because you're not interested in it doesn't mean you're not interested in your brother, man. You know what I
1: mean? That's why I said I'm glad that he found something to be passionate about. Mm -hmm. It was
0: condescending.
1: It was a little condescending, I'll admit it. And I'll probably have to (laughs) purchase a pair of Jordans to make up for it.
0: I think you will. Audience, let us know. (laughs) I'm just saying, you're like, the
1: the whole point of this whole story
0: is that he's telling me all this stuff. Backhanded insult him for having a new hobby and you're just like, you know what? Not for me. Not for me. I don't care about it. Glad you like it. I'm going to bring it up on the pod to tell you how much I don't care about it.
1: Oh, I said it to his face. But the funniest part of this is that he's talking to me like this. He says the words. Yeah, I copped these. He said it unironically to me. Okay, okay. You can make fun of him for that. I will give you that. Unironically said, dude, I copped these on that. It was great.
0: I wonder which ones he got. I know he got the fours. We have matching shoes. I'm very excited know, to see him so good we wear. Them. He
1: didn't wear them to the house because it's fucking snowing outside. I can't wait. Wear- He's like, I can't wear these Jordans out there. I'm gonna get them dirty. I'm like, what are you buying them for? I told him he's
0: got to break them in the house. Then when he goes out in the spring, he's stunting on everybody.
1: Stunting on it, right? I looked at him, I was like, You're not gonna be one of those guys where we're gonna go to like a family wedding and you're wearing a suit and a pair of Jordans and thinking that they're classic, classic shoes, are you? And he's like, I don't know, maybe I will be. Maybe I will be. Dude,
0: if I get married, I would definitely spend the money on like six hundred dollar Jordans rather than some like six hundred dollar red-bottom leather shoes that I'm never gonna wear again
1: you're going to like, okay, let's, all right. We're into Devin's marriage talk with Architects of the It's your I'm just wedding. saying, if you it's... said marriage, there's only a
0: few options left in the family. Picture It's like perfect. me, you, and Michael, man.
1: That's like. Picture perfect. We could go to like a renewing of a vow ceremony. We don't know. Yeah. yeah, but do you dress up for those? I think so. I don't know. How much did you dress up for your sister's like party? Because she got married separately, but had like a a gathering for everybody. That would be like basically a a bowel renewal thing. Yeah. It was a party. It
0: was a reception.
1: (laughs) I'm saying that's like basically what a renewal ceremony would be. It's like, yeah, and I didn't wear shoes that day. You
0: didn't? Not like most of the time. It was out in the field. Maybe right, I you flip flops just... on. I don't know. Right, let's
1: get back to you. It's a <laughs> picture perfect fall day in upstate New York. Okay. You're you're getting married on a little bit of a mountain top upstate New York, in the overlooking fall? Lake Ontario. That's Devon's premier wedding site, he's no. coming down. He's in a baby blue, slim fitting. I would wear tuxedo. red for sure. Tuxedo, blue, red tie. Excellent, no, no, right? It's not baby. You said blue. this it's is Buffalo my idea. Bills no, you said this is my big. no.
0: I'm not wearing Buffalo Bills. Oh my god, this is about me, bro. This is my big day. You're not gonna wear <laughs> Buffalo Bills colors to your wedding. Well, maybe I'll like wear the red suit and a blue tie, like reverse it with some like Bills really off, nice what are you shoes. Doing here?
1: Maybe like the wear, Virgil off You're gonna wear a full on bright red suit. With a blue tie, Could be maroon. Well, Buffalo Bills red is bright red.
0: You made this up. You <laughs> made this up, man. You're asking me what I would wear, and then you know what? You're doing the thing where you're like, "Hey, Devin, I'm going to ask you this question. This is the answer to that question. What are you saying? You're asking me a question, and then you're filling in the blank. Shut your mouth! And I'm telling you picture. right now. I'm paying I got for a maroon a suit. I got a white shirt. I got a nice blue, maybe like a like, royal blue tie. And then I got some sweet Jordan fours on those feet. Look, you real good, bro. Look, you real good.
1: Do you have a flat brim cap on, too?
0: No, I'm going to have braids or something.
1: Oh, <laughs> my God, you're going to have braids. I
0: don't know. Maybe a couple cool braids. Make it look real nice. How much jewelry
1: are you wearing? It's your wedding. How much jewelry Oh, my God,
0: a ring on every finger. Except for the, and then I'll get one on the other. Boom.
1: Ah, So many. How many chains? Visible Uh, or invisible? Visible or invisible? Probably at least five. Five chains visible?
0: Yeah. I don't know. Maybe three visible. Three visible, two invisible underneath Mm. the shirt.
1: How many anklets?
0: Zero anklets, but like four bracelets, probably. Bracelets and watch
1: or just bracelets?
0: I guess, the, I guess the watch would count as one of the bracelets. Okay, okay. The like watch okay. bracelet, 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 you know. How many studs in the ears? Uh, I'd probably just get some big-ass ones and just do two.
1: Just do two? Okay. Mm-hmm. What about nose piercings? No. What about, for your bachelor party, we get you a face tattoo? No way. <laughs> no? But I
0: would do a grill. <laughs> oh my god! Maybe how much is it, maybe, maybe how much not a grill. A maybe not a grill, but I would make this tooth gold. Like if you it Joe,
1: you're gonna be Joe Pesci at your wedding. Hey,
0: no, just in life, bro. <laughs> I'm thinking about just wearing a lot of rings a lot, and it's funny because one time we were in Florida, and my yep. parents were like at this timeshare. Um, you know you have to do the presentation to get like a free night or something. You gotta
1: sit through like a four hour presentation. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah I got it. And This
0: guy was trying to sell him and my dad was just like my father told me to never trust a man who had more rings on his hand than your wife. <laughs> so that's you. A ring. That's you. That's you. I was like, yeah, well, also, his father had more rings on his hands than his wife, too. Yeah. Did. So I was like, would your father just say don't trust me? <laughs> Pretty much, yeah.
1: Right. Yeah, that will be,
0: yeah. I mean, some used Carsman vibes, some Johnny Depp-esque. I don't know. We'll see.
1: Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Would you would it be a prerequisite for your betrothed to also be wearing Jordan?
0: Yeah, you know, that's their body, their choice, man. I'm that's whatever they want to wear. You
1: know what? Good answer.
0: Good answer. Yeah.
1: But if they I'm were wearing Jordans, people. you guys would like coordinate color and scheme, right? Like if you got Jordan 4s, maybe she's wearing Jordan sevens.
0: I don't know if those match.
1: I don't know either. I don't know how Jordans work.
0: <laughs> exactly. Well, it's just a different style has a different number. Like, what do you mean? <laughs>
1: like, if they're you different, colors, if they're different like? color schemes, are they different numbers? What? Like, if it's a red, does that mean it's always a Jordan one? And if it's a blue, then it's a Jordan three. Or is it just like the style what? of like the shape of the shoe? And that's what changes the number. Yeah. What What do you think? After saying that out loud, which one makes me Probably more sense the to second you? one. Yeah, made sense, yeah probably right. the yeah, second one. Yeah, yeah, because it's weird
0: sense. if they were just like, <laughs> only this shoe comes in red. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? But then. How many more than one? We've already there? been over this, but then they can just change the color and like they can
1: re release them. <laughs> like, we're not... no, no. Remember, this was back early days. Yeah, you made me cut this all and out. And I of... cut it all out. <laughs> all out.
0: So now it's your turn to, to bring decide it up again. what you want.
1: <laughs> all right. Well, now we're into golf talk with Architects of Lore. Kevin. <laughs> uh, how'd you do this week? <laughs> well, okay.
0: So, since. I saw you last, audience. I'm talking to you because I played four times last week. Hey, like I'm part time, three. Last I don't time, part 3 i do not think I'm starting with like, I don't think I'm like, I got like country club money going four times. I am playing on a $10 course, you know, like I don't it's mean fair. to flex
1: on them. <laughs> the last time the audience heard you had just shot one over on nine holes on a part three course.
0: Oh, yeah. And then I went to the uh, the driving range where I could hit my driver. Cause Zach was like claiming I can't hit the long ball. And you can't. I'm hitting the long ball. So I did Twilight after that. Um I was playing two balls. I had to wait. I was the last guy on the course. And um you're just getting in that do? practice. Yeah, I got like a paw. I went like par par and then I just like stopped counting, I think. I don't know.
1: You're just getting shots in. You're just, you know, yeah. hitting different angles into the course, you know?
0: <coughs> yeah. And then it. I did um I went back to the uh part three and really fucked shit up. Got like a plus ten, came in last place.
1: Such but a high variance player, folks. I was drinking high beers. Variance. I was drinking beers. Guess and what? You never should have said, said that because now limit. you now you can't drink at the Pompeii member guest. It was over that two
0: limit. No, well, listen, we all know I'm trying not to get only ready for the Pompeii member test, but the golf trip I have coming up with my buddy's bachelor party. Yeah, I'm going to be drinking while In I'm golf on the badger party. So I was like, let's practice how you play with a few beers. And... I need more practice. <laughs> so I'm getting wasted and going to the party. There we go. <laughs> hey. You like no, what I did just- with these posters? You like how I uh, trimmed them down?
1: I put in O'Neill's Thanksgiving in News. Switch that. That's a great uh, one. Yeah, I do like to, it actually. Looks a little cleaner, huh? Audience, I want you to notice that Devin's wearing a zip-up hoodie. Only thing I've been thinking about the last 12 minutes is what the fuck is he gonna unzip? Because I know he's got something under there. I know it's, a cold, it's city probably day. gonna be derogatory towards me. It's a cold rainy day. Last time he did want. this, he screamed free the babysitter tapes, and it's still in his background. <laughs> Free the
0: Babysitter and Babysitter Killer Queen tapes.
1: All right. Well, my golf story is very short. I went to the Simulator Drumlins for a, a match. can't remember where we played. Probably somewhere in Mississippi, I think. A little bit more of a tighter course, but not as tight as the one before that shot. Three or four over. It was nice. It was nice. I'm trying to shorten up my backswing. I sent Devin another video. He has yet to look at it. But I am trying to shorten up that backswing on the driver. Like, you sent me a video? we we'll get there yeah right after i sent you the is it in uh, slow motion yeah you know it dude why are you doing this to me i can't put this on you put it on socials
0: no i can't that'll make someone have a seizure and we're liable for that <sighs> no how many times after i told you hey Take the slow motion.
1: Do it. Take what you want. one video also, of you. Take one just video take of you. Take a video.
0: I didn't, When did I say slow motion video?
1: I uh, yeah, but now I'm telling you, take a video of you. I've never I haven't seen you on the golf course yet. You keep saying you're playing four times a week. Where's a video of you? Play by myself. Who's gonna video me? You played with friends three out of the four times. True. <laughs> All right, well, let's go ahead and move on to everybody's second favorite segment of the show, and that's the movie, movie game. Movie, movie game. Last week's question, movie, movie game question that several of you got, so good job, was Whoopi Goldberg shines a silly, a woman who overcomes abuse and bigotry in the South to get medieval on some sexual deviants. And enjoy a Royale with cheese. Devin, that answer, of course, was... The color purple rain. Oh. What was it? The color per
0: fiction. Why'd you set me up for that? He I didn't tell you me the it. answer.
1: It was no. in the text
0: message. He did. Adam, you text me at 7 in the morning one more time on a day <laughs> off. I'm going to flip. That's He's always going to do that. President's morning, 7 a.m. Jeez,
1: Jeez. I looked at it, and
0: then I was like, "No, not today, not now."
1: We appreciate all of our audience members. Thank you for listening, especially right when it comes to the
0: thing. Oh, sorry, wasn't seven a.m. It was five forty-four (laughs) a.m. That is why I did not respond. My apologies, but that was super early.
1: (laughs) Adam, keep texting early.
0: I was like, it's a day off and then before 6 a.m.
1: Well, they, they wake up on Monday morning, they see the shows out there, they immediately click play and they listen. I appreciate that. I get it. I appreciate it. But I just realized that it
0: was before 6 a.m. when you texted me. Crazy.
1: Okay. So wow. make sure to text you after 6 a.m. Is that cool?
0: Yeah. 6 a.m. Be is better. the cutoff time? 6 a.m. Yeah, is the 6 cutoff, time. cutoff time. Zach, are you ready for your movie movie game question?
1: Well, yes, I am, Devin. Thank you so much for asking.
0: A high school band instructor learns that his greatest work wasn't the music he created, but the people he met along the way and that sword-swinging Latin cat sporting leather kicks.
1: I love that first movie, too, and I haven't seen that probably in like 10 years, probably longer. The second one is Puss in Boots. Okay. What was his name. It's something something's opus, because it's opus uh-huh. and boots. What was his name? Because it's Richard Dreyfus. He took it. It was a teaching gig. He thought he was going to be a big uh, conductor. He never was. And he learns, yep, friends he made along the way. Mr. Holland's Opus and Boots. Yeah, congratulations. Mr. Holland's Opus and Puss in Boots. I gotta watch that movie again. That's a good movie. All right, Devin, are you ready for your movie, movie game question? I am. I Will Always Love You, Lady, is protected by Dances with Wolves and a group of space misfits that are going to throw down with a daddy planet. I I will always love you, lady, is protected by dances with wolves and a group of space misfits that are going to throw down with a daddy planet.
0: I want to say the Guardian of the Galaxy, Volume 2.
1: You are almost right. There's a word between the and guard.
0: Just the blank guard, Ian of the Galaxy the oh, uh, the front guard, the right guard, the. Uh, You're rich. You hire a. The bodyguard. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The bodyguardian of the galaxy's volume two.
1: There he is. He's got it, folks. Kevin Costner protects Whitney Houston.
0: Yeah, I remember watching that movie. Uh, after school one day and <laughs> uh, she's like I don't think that's Houston really appropriate this.
1: for a school age child. No,
0: Whitney Houston says this line like uh, you can protect me but you can't fuck me. Oh, Jesus damn it. <laughs> and grandma's watching it with me. <laughs> and she's like do they really gotta use that word? <laughs> it, was just, it was awkward.
1: That's very awkward. I would never want to especially since our grandma did not swear sugar never never I heard you swear All right, Devin not for you I did vet this question so it's super hard no I'm kidding a spectacle sorry this is for the audience your movie movie game question for the week the spectacled FBI agent is hot on the trail of a teenager Frank Abagnale Jr. As he forges checks and identities like pilot, doctor, and bee covered hook hand murder guy. That question again for the audience of the movie movie game question this week is a spectacled FBI agent is hot on the trails of a teenager, Frank Abinali Jr., as he forges checks and identities like a pilot, a doctor, and a bee covered hook hand murder guy. Let's go ahead and learn about an epic adventure movie. And hopefully, it punished you as much as I thought it would. In this week's Studying the Blueprints.
0: Lawrence of Arabia. Okay, this is a long movie, so this might be either a Did really we do short two recap parts? We do or two a long parts? recap. Basically, there's this guy named Lawrence who's in the British military in World War One stationed in cairo and then he is sent to afghanistan in order to meet with the king yeah he is what are you talking about why are you shaking your head
1: afghanistan
0: yes it is that's where he's going he went to afghanistan where did he go he went into jordan no he didn't went into afghanistan Ooh. maybe i'm wrong maybe i'm wrong no, I'm going to look this up right I now. I looked
1: up, like, where the cities were, and the cities were in Jordan. I could be wrong. Maybe when he first went out into the desert, he was in Afghanistan. But I thought Archibalds it was and Jordan. Jordan. And All right, man,
0: legal. you do the recap then. Because I don't know what I'm talking about, apparently. You know, it's lawyers in Lawrence and fucking Arabia. He's a fucking British fucking officer. This is your story. You give the recap. You wanted to punish me so much. It's three hours and 42 minutes long.
1: So you hated it. Didn't hate it. Jesus Christ. Devin's in a mood today, folks. Here's Lawrence of Arabia, a British officer. So in there's this 19- British officer from of a I'm in Cairo. I'm going to storm off like Jason Kelsey. Did. I'm going to storm
0: off. <laughs> and he said to Jordan, he said to Jordan to, to like, see if the Northern tribes will take out the Turks. And along the way, he meets this guy, who kills his original guide he uh talks to the prince and instead of being quiet like he's told to he has a plan to be like a navy on the desert sea attacking where they can he leads this surprise attack over a treacherous desert he succeeds he gets two um uh orphans along the way who both unfortunately die and that he feels very responsible. But as he was opposed to killing in the beginning, he has now got a taste for it. And instead of going away, he he keeps coming back. And he's now promoted to major, and he goes by Lawrence of Arabia, and he sees himself as this god figure. But in the beginning of the movie, you know that he dies from a motorcycle accident. So he does, like survive all of his issues in arabia but um he he definitely sees himself kind of as a prophet and uh it's basically a hero's journey and the hero has to overcome his own hubris what do you think sec how'd i do it's very long so there's a lot of stories in there
1: All right, folks. As you could tell by me not wearing the same clothes anymore, <laughs> never really pushed my buttons. What? Happened is to you? Now the next day, um, just, just, it's just something about family that knows how to get to you, and so I had to take a, I had to take a break. Um. I don't know why Devin is still wearing the same clothes. I think it's because of the joke he still has planned, and hopefully that does not set me off. Are you yet.
0: trying to convince him for this is the another, next day? Another. <laughs> That's what you've
1: been doing? That's your bit? <laughs> you were <sighs> uh, that was yeah, that was great. Um this movie's very long. It's you know what? They don't make movies like this anymore. And let me tell you why. It's because of these big movie studios are a bunch of fucking cowards. You need to go into the desert and you need to film for a year and a half to come up with a masterpiece like this. Great epic shots, long, drawn out walking trails. So you can really feel oh, yeah. it. Long. There's literally a moment in this movie where the main character doesn't say anything. No one says anything, but it's nighttime in the desert, and he basically sits and he stares for about five minutes. Is it compelling? Yes, it is. You know who won't do that anymore? Marvel, because they got blue screen and green screen behind them, and they never leave their fucking little compound. Get out there like a real auteur and start filming in the real world again, okay? That's how you're going to get great movies like this. This movie. No, rocked. those long shots are awesome. Just
0: watching the sunrise or someone coming out of the horizon for like Mirage. what feels like yeah. 3 minutes. They don't do it. It takes their time. They tell a story. Yeah. Oh, it was it fantastic.
1: Was I love this movie. Uh, the only thing that made this The only thing that disappointed me about this movie is how much you loved this movie.
0: I know, I really did enjoy it. I called Zach and I said, I knew this was long. I did not know that it was three hours, 42 minutes long. Yeah. You might want to get a jump on it. I already had started it. And then I got to the intermission and I took a break and I went around my day. And I was like, oh, I'll, I'll finish it another day. I had to go back and finish it that day. I was so enthralled. I wanted to see the end of the story. I needed to know how this, like, even though we know he dies. Way how after. How did he become like years Lawrence after. of Arabia?
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's enthralling, sorry. It is enthralling. I mean, a lot of what I said before was said under the guise of tongue in Cheek, but it's not. Cause I'm still about this part if I ever make a movie I'm going out there I'm going on location I'm suffering I'm not using like real life.
0: extras and horses and camels you
1: can't make that shit up you know even with the glorious end game scene where they're coming out of the portals and stuff all that stuff like you could tell all of those people are CGI you could still tell it or the riders you know of you Ronan can't-
0: and it's like they had a bunch of them but then they like but then they panned out, them. and then
1: there's just, yeah, yeah, But, like, this? You're looking at a shot that's basically just a guy like, I'm going to climb up on that mountain, and I'm going to film this fucking caravan of people coming by. This is the real scale. You just can't get yeah. that anymore. And then you notice that when they're filming,
0: that sand has been untouched. So they had to walk all a ton around where all the sand was going to be in the shot. So... Because if, if one person had walked through that and there was already a trail coming, it ruins the thing.
1: Well, they had rakes behind them. They walk and then the oh, rakes yeah. behind the whole time.
0: It's like baseballs uh, when they're combing yeah, yeah, the yeah, desert.
1: Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> As literally the joke goes about to make. I mean, this movie is basically two movies crammed into one because the whole first movie is about his hero's journey to go find this and do something possible to provide this miracle to the you know, um Arabians. And he does it and he gets back to his English cohorts and he keeps the uh garb on of his uh the people of the desert and talks to them like that and he gets everything that he's gonna want. And he says, I'm gonna go back and I'm gonna win this war for the and then right before the intermission you just hear those two old English guys talking because Anything wrong with the world? It's usually two old white guys talking. They're like, are we really going to give them artillery? They're like, no, nah, we're not going to give them artillery. And then intermission. Do you know, second part, Lawrence is set up to fail. But does he, Devin?
0: Does he No. Fail? Very tenacious. He does lose one of his uh, helpers to a tragic detonator accident. And then has to kill him himself. And then also after saving a man from the desert in order to create peace through these two tribes, he had to kill another man and execute him. And, you know, he gave him life and then he took it away. There was a lot of symbolism in this movie. A lot of, it was written Devin. It was written. Yeah. A lot of religion, multiple different religions.
1: I do have to give the um, who is it Peter O'Toole, right? Mm-hmm. That's the main actor. I gotta give him credit because in the beginning of the movie, when he plays this whole aversion to violence thing, I really thought because I hadn't seen it before and like I vaguely knew about him in history, I was like, I really thought he was more like kind of a pacifist guy. And at the end of that first part, he tells the English general, and he's like, "You can't send me back," and he's like, "Why? It's because you you know you killed somebody, and you can't handle this." I know like, because I I liked it yeah i liked it it's he, like, oh you gotta taste, <laughs> mm-hmm. you got and a then taste. That, that really comes around in the second part especially that scene where now uh what was his name she uh sheriff ali right yeah um you meet sheriff ali when he comes out of the desert and murders sharif, sharif ali you meet him when he comes out of the desert and he just murders lawrence's guy and lawrence is like the fuck should do that for That's stupid blah blah blah, all that crap you know and tell him his name i'm not you know my name is only for my friends and my
0: you're you know my friends are no murderers
1: yeah and then at the end of the movie that's the guy telling lawrence don't go after that army that just slaughtered this village we're supposed to go to damascus don't divert us and lawrence is like charge ahead no prisoners.
0: No prisoners. Let's take him out. He comes back with a bodyguard of assassins Murders, and bad people. Thieves. Horrible people. But I don't know. It's uh, It's an interesting movie because the character definitely isn't that great of a guy at the end. But it's, an, it's some it captures you, brings you in. Draws you in.
1: And you could tell like with the way that the movie was telling the story is that you knew he died 20 years afterwards, but they kind of frame it as if he dies leaving the desert when he says like, I'd never want to see the desert again. I hope to God that I never see the desert again. That he gives up on the Arabian council and he's just driving home. And it's just like you just see a motorcycle and that's supposed to just bring you back to the front of the movie like, oh, he's just going to die it kind of implies like he never does anything else. Like he's, he left his soul or who he really was back in the desert,
0: back in the desert. I mean, when he's trying to assimilate and he is in the other person's costume or not costume uniform, but you could tell that it was a costume. on <laughs> because yeah. it's just like, it didn't even look. And then he just runs over to those two guys and it is the most awkward interaction. And they're like, yeah, it's a little interesting, and then he gets all this recognition, and they're like, "Oh yeah, great to see you, man. Good to see it."
1: Oh my god, I just wanted to say that I shook your hand. He's like, "Have we yeah, met you before?" Yeah, see that callback yeah, in I the don't end. I think so. Like, you know, we've probably met before.
0: <laughs> Alec Guinness playing a uh, prince.
1: Yeah, cool. hey, wouldn't fly this these days, but hey, whatever. This is in 1962. Yeah, it is. I think he did a good job. It's unfortunate
0: that they didn't pick a... Yeah. Not like you can not be like, we can't watch this movie anymore.
1: Yeah. But I thought his line was amazing at the end where he goes like, listen, Lawrence has a sword that cuts both ways. I'm pretty sure all of us are happy to get rid of him. And then the general's like, damn, I thought I was cool." He's like, you're just a general. I'm a fucking king.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, it was, I thought it was a fantastic movie, though. I thought it was great. The match, it trick, too. I loved it. Not really that painful because if you spin the match, the flame goes out. And then if you press it, 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 it hurts for minimal amount of time. I don't now, know why they harped on it in the beginning. It was kind of, well, I did it twice to see. <laughs> to see if it, because I spinned it the first time and it went out before I even touched it. I was like, all right, let me not spin it. And then I I was like, still, that didn't hurt that bad. But showed his character, I guess, because he says, it's not, you don't. it's like, what, you just don't care that it hurts, right, or something? It's not that it doesn't hurt, it's that I don't care that it hurts.
1: Or that you just accept the pain or something like
0: that. Yeah, something like that.
1: Well, Devin, I think the audience really wants to know, though is where is it going to fall? On, On the, the lore, lore list. list.
0: All right, the lore list. At the top, we got movies like Shawshank Redemption, Raiders of the Lost Ark. In the middle, we got, as always, Surf Ninjas. And then towards the back, we got movies such as... uh Son of Batman, and the King, kid would be king. But where does Lawrence of Arabia fall on the lore list?
1: Let me go ahead and stab you right there, Devin. Guys.
0: The new number one on the lore list is... (laughs) Lawrence of Arabia! Congratulations, Lawrence of Arabia! New number one! On the lore list, there it is. Look at congratulations,
1: Lords of Arabia. Whoa. I don't, are you think doing? That, I don't think that's what happened, but
0: what are you doing? You gotta move paddock to two down. Are you done? What? Yeah, move padding to two. Congratulations, <laughs> Lords of Arabia. New number one uh, on the lore list.
1: Yeah, we haven't talked Whoa. about that. See, now, if you, if you would have read The loreless, it says number two. It says almost as good as Paddington 2. What
0: are you talking about right now?
1: See, right here. What oh, are, are you talking 90. about right now? It's not going number one, Devin.
0: What do you mean it's not going? How is Lawrence of Arabia an epic classic? Some would consider the best movie ever made, not number one on The loreless. Who would consider it? Uh Who, Lawrence? Lawrence would consider
1: it the best movie ever made.
0: <laughs> if you if I mean if you knew that character, he definitely would. He definitely PE Lawrence
1: he, would definitely consider this the best. Right, movie he ever. Made. He, was, he, was, he was a bit of a, bit of a narcissist. narcissist. Uh Devin, here I got one question for you. When you watch these two movies, which one makes you want to be a better man?
0: Lawrence of Arabia. Paddington 2. When I watched Paddington right, 2, I man. had to shut it off.
1: No, you didn't. You're playing this up. You saw the movie and you loved it. You're literally saying, as a movie connoisseur, as
0: a movie buff, the so lore list, something that's infallible, that Paddington 2 is better.
1: Well, if it's infallible, if it comes from Yon High and we are just the conduits of the list, then why am I getting this strong urge to keep Paddington number one? I That's don't not know. biasedness. That's it just seems biased. That seems we like you haven't even universe. watched it. Put
0: an asterisk next to that guy. I've seen it, too. and so have you. I'm talking about architects of lore as a society, as a
1: functioning. This is the most I'm willing entity. to do. It's the most I'm willing to do. We could tie it. Could I tie mean, it. you have to at least two number ones. Two number ones, Devin. Here we go. Number
0: one. There you have it, guys. Congratulations. Florence Arabia, new number one on the lore list. Tied
1: with Paddington 2 as the number one movie on the lore list. I'll have to delete this note then. Just as good (laughs) as Paddington 2. There we go. Uh. Folks, I never thought this day would come. It's a damn good movie. And if you haven't seen it, carve out three hours and 42 minutes of your life and go and watch it. (laughs) There it is. Congratulations to Lawrence of Arabia. Tied for the new number one on the lore list. Well, let's see if we can come up with an epic adventure movie of our own, Devin, in Building the Lore in the Writer's Zoo i've been brainstorming all week well last week we came up with
0: that burying the debt yep. which was about a group of octogenarians octonarians octonarians it was a heist
1: an adventure heist movie with a bunch of 80s people sticking it to medicare and the man with the help of a boomer a millennial, and a Gen Z. Yeah, but this week we're
0: gonna come up with something a little bit more epic, a little something larger in scale, a little something I like to call Dune's worst nightmare, because it will be more epic, more desertish,
1: more space we're cowboy. We're not doing deserts.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, we're on Pantalon Eight, folks. <laughs> 20,000 okay. 20,000 year of space, okay. Pentalon 8. Okay. Picture this wide open plains. <laughs> okay. A little mountainous, but again, Pentalon
0: 8 zero not his universe, not in history. history. All zero. right,
1: so we're on Pentalon 8, and we got this family, a young family, mom, dad. Ten-year-old son, five-year-old daughter. Mom's pregnant with another uh, kid. They're on a migration from a city to another place because um herds or crop desolation. We don't know. But they're going.
0: Maybe it was a famine or something, but I, I don't know.
1: On the way, though, mom starts giving birth, and the tribe stops. The midwives come out. They help with that, but after that, the mom can't go. You know, complications, sickness. She has a for fever for some reason. Yeah. But the tribal leaders, very strict deadline on where they need to go. So they, basically they got a solstice
0: like, to meet or something or like there's four star four planets align in the sky and it's some religious thing that they have to get there yeah. for or maybe, you know,
1: something. They're, of the just sort. Not, they're just not super chill because they're like, hey, we're out. You know, our laws, you get, you know, you stay behind, you left behind. So they leave family stays because uh, dad's a good guy. He's not leaving his wife and his kids. That's crazy. 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 So, but they're in this area of Pentalon Five that is a- uncivilized. Mm-hmm. They don't really know. The they only travel. They only travel through this place, and it's always scary. They got to make a life there because the mom mm-hmm. is going to take some time to recover. So this there's epic, stories
0: of the people who live there as being um, uncivilized, uh, vicious, and and brutal and very one for, you know, you know, think of themselves first. So they're not going to help means. you.
1: Yeah, bunch of meanies. They, they
0: might steal your stuff. They might kick yeah. dirt in your eye, you know, yeah. real bad throw
1: stuff. Small little pebbles at you mm-hmm. when you're not looking. Yeah, and then they're going to tie your laces Then they're going <laughs> to run around to another place where you don't think that they are. And then they're going to throw another small pebble at you. Just think of meanies. They're just a bunch mm-hmm. of meanies. There's a bunch of family. They're against the elements. They're against time. They got to get food. They got to get shelter. So the family bands together and over a period of years they start to build a life for themselves in this area.
0: They meet some people along the way who help them.
1: Who are not meanies by the way. Like an old woman from
0: the woods type, you know. Uh Healer type. Maybe she gave like a solve that that initially broke the fever. <laughs> that could be like our yeah. first journey to overcome is they see this person and they think, oh my God, we've heard all these stories about these meanies. You going to attack us and then it's a little old babushka who's there to take away the fever.
1: And I know what you're thinking here, people. You're like, oh, they're being juvenile by saying meanies a bunch of times. No, that's what the first tribe civilization called these uncivilized people. They just called them meanies. So that's just their name. Mm-hmm. That's ladies. their name. Uh,
0: they don't like the name, but yeah, they
1: don't like they, the name. They, they didn't ladies. choose the name.
0: Yeah, they
1: didn't choose it. There's <laughs> the jellies. So awful.
0: they create like a, <laughs> a Swiss Family Robinson style um, homestead in the woods type thing. Mm-hmm. So they found running
1: water. They've oh. they've been taught to. They've learned. Along the way, over the course of the years, this family the mom, the dad, the, the son, the daughter, and uh, let's go with another son. There's a third son there. They helped these other people kind um, of build a more uh, stable and uh, what's it called? Settled society there. Because this, this tribe of people who lived in the wasteland were kind of like, you know, they're roaming and whatnot. So <laughs> kind of build more of like establishments. They help each other. The meanies help the family how to survive here. And the family helps them, you know, build more of a a settled community. But that years pass. Okay. So why would
0: they leave? But if they've already established a community, I feel like they have like their homestead and the meanies have like laughed at it and they still live off the land and kind of, but like they've become this like stop that like people come in and out of.
1: I'm not saying, well, if they have a community, it's like, I'm not saying all the meanies are not living in there, but there's more of just one house. You know, it's like a little, well, they bring in in the old woman. Yeah.
0: And maybe there's like an old hunter who, who looks shady and maybe tried to kill them at one point and, it's like, Cause that's another, it's a three and a half hour movie. We have to have attacks and, you know, throughout the years and show them when the kid's like 15 and, and maybe 15 and you say, 10 and five first and love. 10.
1: Huh? First love. Cause now the second part of the movie, first love there's, there's going to like, be an intervention. Someone attacking yeah. him. Someone trying to kill him. There's going to be other, other meanies. Yeah. That has some. And then the new family has to show their worth, their metal or whatnot, helping fighting. You know, protect the society. But I'm thinking the second part of the movie, because obviously there's an intermission, is now that the son, you know, young man, and he is going to marry his first love from this tribe of meanies. But the old tribe, their original tribe, is coming back to their city. And because of that, they send out raiding parties for foraging, you know, stuff when they're on their way, gathering up stuff for the whole tribe. And on the, one of these foraging parties, a group of the old tribe warriors, capture several of the meanies including the son's first love the betrothed the betroth let's just call her megan megan the meanie no come on like stop making this a
0: joke and actually what well, what do you mean megan this is uh I, this is pantalon five they have names or eight what do, names like what do you want to call Megan
1: what do you want to call no i'm not calling her Lisa <laughs> who's Flower? making a joke now no now
0: no. willow if it's all yeah. you know she, the meanings they're all you know they're things they, very literally they're people of the woods bark
1: <laughs> tree stump is her uncle um her name is all star- trees. her name is star child because she was born under stars all right well you should just go by star Okay, her <laughs> name is Star. So mm-hmm. Star gets that captured. sounds
0: much more like a realistic name than Megan. I'm just saying.
1: Bye. Star gets captured by a group of warriors from the original tribe. what's the original tribe's name? I don't want to go with a name like. Well, we gotta. I mean, we gotta differentiate the tribe. We have the Meanies. We have the family unit. It's just the people in the, the have, woods.
0: You know, they're only labeled the Meanies by the original tribe here. By the rockhead people, the rockheads.
1: Okay, we got the tribe of rockheads coming
0: because the rockhead they're people. from
1: they're from a city of rocks, carved stone. But now we're in the hills and the forest. Well, and originally, the you know, they the were
0: focused on this this rock, and um, they were oppressed, and a rock hit some guy in the head and killed them. And then they you're uh, building decided... you're building
1: mythological lore for the Rockheads now, yeah, they decided that
0: on um, pentalinanate,
1: remember this is pentalinate
0: we had they had to form kind of like and not have one leader because if one man gets too big, a rock will fall on his head, yeah
1: the, basically the Rockhead society really functions on threat of violence. You do something mm-hmm. we don't like. Big old rock's gonna hit you. Yeah.
0: Someone, someone might be throwing that rock,
1: you know? Somebody might be throwing that rock. <laughs> so, all right. So a group of the rockhead warriors come and they're foraging, and they find a group of these woodsmen, uh people, the meanies, capture them. And that includes the cha the, the son's first love. And now he's a young man. And His son's name is on. Knock. His son's name is Knock. And so Knock, Knock, I got it. Thank you. Hears about this. And he gathers up a couple of his buddies, and he's got set up because he's going to the big city because he's going to get his people back. It's Basically, going to get his like wife an avatar back.
0: situation where they form this only society with the with the people, and now they're forming. They're, they're the like-
1: same species. It's not like it's a bunch of humans and then sixteen-foot tall blue things. Like, you
0: know, it's basically like Robin Hood. And went into the woods, and now he's befriended the the robbers of the All right, woods. So,
1: Knox got Father Tuck. He's got mm-hmm. Little John, right? <laughs> so he gathers, and he's impetuous. He wants to go back. He wants to kill a bunch of people. He's got to get his wife back, and his dad goes with him, so, David, because you wanted his dad with him, right?
0: Dad yeah, knows I the city. Because... He knows the people because he's the original hero of the story and we kind of follow him first mm-hmm. and we see him and then it transitions into the son's story. And then the father, I think has to like, you gotta I die. think sacrifice himself because the son knock has to, you know, lose his mentor basically. So he can be the, you know, his own, right, hero. knock has
1: got to do something stupid while he's in the big city. Yeah. And then he only gets saved by his dad, either taking the fall or like falling on the sword, something like that.
0: Well, I think he like brings, you know, he says like, I've been, part. I was born into the rock head people. You left me behind, you know, how are you not getting rocks on your head? (laughs) Basically like holding a mirror up to them. Right.
1: Wait, hold on. Is this, is this knock or his dad? father his dad. His dad father knock so father knock has a huge rock well, above his head <laughs> he's ready to not call, slam let's down. not call
0: him father knock let's give him a name like uh something with power strength um
1: boulder yeah.
0: it is my
1: uh, boulder <laughs> you left boulder to die in the wasteland And Boulder came back with a large boulder.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And then he 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 starts a a rock fight.
1: But he only does that because his son got caught and he knows Mm -hmm. he's got to cause a distraction. And then Boulder dies in the horrific rock fight of 2027. Goes down. Sorry. There goes
0: Boulder. But Knock, you know, realizes that the stakes are a little higher, and he has to save Star, and not just Star. He realizes there's other prisoners. Saves them, but I think they gotta take out these Rock people too. They can't leave. They can't leave this because they'll come back next time they go through the. They just take what they
1: want. Knock challenges the High Rock. Position of high rock, and then it's a 1v1 mono-mono fight of rocks, and he's got to come out on top. And then he becomes the new rock leader, and he builds a more integrated society. Or we just kill some people and he runs away, and they're in death I think that is one of (laughs) us,
0: and just let them fight him out. And then he goes back to his, and then they just know for next time that they like. They'll be ready for when they come back. But like they fucked shit like, up there.
1: Maybe like the rock leader or somebody like a general rock or something like that is like, I know exactly where you guys live now.
0: The only reason we haven't taken you out—they're not real rocks. Like they're the rockhead people. I know, I know who they are. They're the audience. I just, you know, you just keep saying this rock and the rock general, rock leader, and I'm either thinking of a bunch of Dwayne White or Johnsons or like literal boulders. But you know, this is a group of people. They're just a very violent group of people. Rock, yes, violent compared to a very uh, helpful community people who live off the land in the woods, in the trees, in uh Swiss family Robinson type apartments.
1: Yeah. They're and, real. The real name for the people at the barks. Yeah. Not the meanies. No barks. Okay. So knock has to take out, I'm assuming it's gotta be somebody who's like, he who knows where they are. And like, he's going to send some warriors out to you because maybe the Rockhead never knew where the meanies were. And that's why they never like really went to war with them. So you got to take the Well, they never
0: were anywhere, but now that the Mm -hmm. family has set up the central hub, Mm -hmm. he's put them all in one place. So now he's on his way to come destroy that place that they built up. And now you have like the, the bark people being like, we would never have this issue if we continued our old ways, Mm-hmm. So now you're putting our mm-hmm. most vulnerable people at risk because they're all in one place.
1: But not takes care of them.
0: Of course, he takes by care kill, of using killing this guy and using the land to their advantage. Because once you're in those woods, it's that's where that's where they messed up. They went and tried to fight on their turf and they failed. Now they're bringing the fight back home and they're gonna win.
1: It's Darkness in the Forest. And all you hear is a voice coming out. And he goes, You've always thought that we should be afraid of you, but you should be afraid of us. You know, so that I not hate, comes down with a huge thing and just kills.
0: I hate when you name the movie, but Darkness
1: in the Forest is oh, a geez. hell of a
0: name. The Darkness in the Forest.
1: Semicolon, the war between bark and rock. No, no, no. We are not messing
0: it up with <laughs> a great title like that by throwing a joke on it. And we'll figure out some real non-jokey, uh,
1: actual names. Yeah, yeah. The names, names are the names. hardest part, people. When you're doing this spitballing thing, like coming up with a cool name to encompass everything, that's the hardest part. But we have a three-hour and forty-eight-minute long epic. So the
0: Architects of Lore original idea are original epic darkness in the forest. Starts with a young family. A father. Young. older, His wife, who's pregnant. Their 10-year-old son, 5-year-old daughter. Uh Their people, the Rockhead people, are on their migration to when the four moons line up in the sky. On the way... The wife gives birth. She, the drive stops. The midwives help. But she falls ill. And they're left behind. Alone.
1: In the wastelands. So the family has to band together. Head up into the forest of this wasteland. But that's a dangerous part. Because they've always been told that there's a bunch of meanies up there. Who are violent and vicious and will take everything that you, like you have. You know, this They encounter
0: family. one in the woods. They think they're, it's over. But it turns out to be an old woman who has a salve that cures the fever
1: of the wife.
0: Yeah. They develop but a life. The tribe's too they, far gone, so they stay. They integrate into these meany people. True name, the Bark People. Yep. That's what it was. Bark People. We see them go out through life. At one point, a man comes to try and attack them. A real challenge for the father and the now 15-year-old son. Mm-hmm. Well, they realized the man was just hungry. So instead of killing him, they feed him. And that man becomes
1: a best friend, and that's Uncle Kayo. Okay, that was definitely new and not talked about, but that's fine. <laughs> So we're gonna say during this interaction with Uncle Kyle, Boulder is just sitting up there with a rock the whole time, waiting. Yeah, he's down. ready, <laughs> ready to go. But then, but then, the bark people got into them and they see the goodness in Uncle Kyle. Yeah. <laughs> so apparently, there's an Uncle Kyle now. He's
0: well, cool. I mentioned I mentioned that they were attacked by someone and that they brought him yeah. back. But- yeah, yeah, And then I read uh, your Tokyo Jam poser, and I just take the KYO and yep, I said, Uncle Kaya.
1: <laughs> Uncle Kaya. So and he's the comic relief of the whole movie. He's great. <laughs> great guy.
0: After this epic tale, we finally get to an intermission. <laughs> because every epic needs an intermission.
1: And well, the right inter- before the right before the intermission is the Rockhead tribe coming back and a bunch of warriors. Going up into the forest. You're like, oh, shit. Intermission. Seven
0: Intermission. minutes to 15 minutes, depending on where you see this.
1: The screen is black. We have a full orchestra just playing music.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: After that, we come back and we pick up right where we left off. Those warriors are rockhead people, of the tribe is migrating back to their original city. And they're out foraging. But foraging for meat, plunder, people anything they can get their hands on. And they find it all in this group of barks who are out getting some food and some berries and some water. And they grab them and they take them back to the tribe. But one of those is Knox's first love and his betrothed. I don't remember what. Star star child. Star, star, star child. Star. Knox gets all hot blooded and heavy. He grabs a couple of his buddies. Uncle Kyle's like, you gotta get out there, man. You gotta get out there. And his dad's like, whoa. I know in the past, I used to be very hot headed, but we got to, you want to survive in the city? I got to come with you. You don't remember it, son. I do. So they head to the big city.
0: And guess what? Knock messes up. And his dad, Boulder, has to reveal himself to the Rockhead people, holds up a rock, holds up a mirror to the Rockhead people, starts basically a, a war with them. Fighting ensues boulder dies but knock he's able to escape with star and the rest of the warriors but unfortunately he's brought them right back to the forest they're on their tail and now it's time for them to fight on their turf
1: they set up barricades in the forest uh, trail last they dam up rivers. They got warriors up in the trees. They don't really know how to fight that much, but Nock teaches on the ways of war. They're sharpening spears. They're getting rocks and everything. They're ready to go to war. They become the
0: Rockhead's biggest fear. They become the darkness in the forest.
1: Basically, they win. They kill all and, these uh, people, and uh, the Rockhead City never finds out where they are, and they get to live a, a happy life, and Nock raises his newborn son up in the image of his, his hero, Uncle Kyle. I'm kidding. It's his dad. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and John Williams does the music.
1: Yeah! <laughs> <laughs>
0: that is the architects of lore original idea the darkness in the forest darkness in the forest i can't remember if it has a thought or not i think it was the,
1: the the darkness in the forest
0: the dark that's the architects of lore original idea the darkness in the forest if you like that idea or if you have any comments you can go ahead and email us at architectslore@gmail.com. at gmail.com follow us on instagram at architects of lore follow us on x at arc of lore and we do have some user comments oh, from true. this week. We have this week's pod. Loved it, especially the new movie. Great banter. Getting tighter. Maybe I'll watch Lawrence of Arabia. Well, well, you should. It's a It's a long one, but I think it might be worth it. We also got another one in honor of Lawrence of Arabia. Nate Stevens has sent best bunker tips, hard versus soft sand. Does he so. actually
1: say in honor of Lords of Arabia? Or this yes, is he just... does. Yes, <laughs> he job, does. Dave. Good job.
0: <laughs> so I appreciate that. Thank you very much. If you want to reach out to us again, that's architectsandlordgmail.com. So we asked the audience what study we would be studying next time, and they responded with what, Zach? What is our feel good um, genre?
1: Well, the the results are in, folks. What the audience wants is what the audience wants. So we're doing feel good animated movies. Okay. Kickies off is probably the greatest movie that ever has sma- smash. No. What are they? Smash Mouth? Smash Mouth. Smash Mouth song in it. And that's Shrek, baby. <laughs>
0: All right, 2001 Shrek, the original.
1: Check that out for next week's episode. I don't have a clue where it's on, but it's probably at least on Amazon. Yeah. Disney Everybody loves the Shrek. They might. I don't remember. It could be on Disney+. Everybody loves Shrek. All right, so that's it. Uh, that's Rhett for next week's episode. Uh, thank you for listening, everybody and be sure to follow us on Instagram at Architects of Lore TikTok at Architects of Lore X at Arc of Lore Uh, be sure to uh, follow subscribe to the podcast on Spotify Apple Podcasts YouTube just search Architects of Lore you'll find us and I think that's it please
0: like subscribe thank you Mm -hmm.
1: now remember everybody if you got a story in your head but you can't seem to get it out do it just fucking do it Because if it sucks, who cares?
0: Oh, that's what editing's for. (laughs) Good
1: night, everybody. Bye. Come on, man. Come, Come on, on man. man. Come on, man. <laughs> You're too predictable, Devin. Too predictable. But it was still good. I love how the fact that you did not have the space or the aptitude or just really <laughs> the will to write out Lawrence of Arabia. You just did Congrats. L of A. (laughs) I also did the same with Architects of Lore because I didn't want to write that out either. (laughs) New number one on the A of L lore list.
0: Don't remember. Architects of Lore.
1: Architects of Lore.
0: Architects of Lore. That's like a quote, you know? Congratulations. By the way, I
1: I, I did figure it out.
0: New number one on the A of L lore list.
1: I did figure it out. You do change the title cards. Yeah, because last week's was blueprints,
0: plural. Because maybe it's because someone said let's study the blueprints, huh? Sure, sure,
1: sure, 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 sure. <laughs>